This time on episode 468 of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we discuss the 2023 Disney Plus show, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, episode 7, Good Night Moon Girl, and episode 8, Teacher's Pet. We also talk weekly Marvel news, including Marvel Studios reducing its movie output, the Secret Invasion trailer, the Marvel Studios, the Marvels teaser trailer, and how Agent Carter would possibly do better if it came out today. I'm Anthony Bachman from All Things Good and Nerdy, a geeky podcast, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other fantastic geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. You have been granted clearance by director Alfonso Mac McKenzie. Stand by for a shield debriefing. All information to be discussed here is classified and may only be discussed among agents granted clearance by the S.H.I.E.L.D. director. Now it's time for a scheduled debriefing. I'm Agent Michelle. I'm Agent Chris. And I'm producer of the show, Director SP. Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a Marvel Comic Universe fan show discussing the Marvel Cinematic and Marvel Comic Book Universes as told on screen by Marvel Studios. Not Marvel Entertainment, but Marvel Studios. This show is recorded on Saturday, April 15th, 2023. Happy Tax Day if you're in the United States of America. And yes, I know taxes aren't due for a couple of days, but historically it's April 15th. We're live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios and broadcast LESY. Come and join our live chat as we record. If you didn't already catch on to it, we like talking about Marvel. Because of all those supposedly ubiquitous school experiences that I'm starting to think are completely made up. You'd like to talk to us about fictional school activities. You can visit our website, legendsofshield.com. If you want to secretly tell us about the school activity that your school actually did and they weren't supposed to, grab your voice changer app and leave us a voicemail at 844-THE-BUS-1. That's 844-843-2871. You can find us on Facebook, Let's Shield Podcast. If you don't care if anybody knows that you said it, go on Twitter and tag us on Legends of Shield and tell us all about the crazy things that happened at your school. And it doesn't matter because Twitter is going to burn down in a few weeks anyway. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash geek. You can head on over to our Discord and show us pictures of just what happens when your class actually has a class pet. Get there at gunnageek.com slash discord. And remember, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a proud member of the gunnageek.com network. Agent Lauren is not with us today. We wish her well, and we only can assume that she's recovering from watching AEW last night. Probably. That's a wrestling thing, right? I guess. I watched five minutes of it last night, and that's all I could take and had to turn it off. But I know Lauren loves it, so. Anyway, we are talking the next two episodes of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I assume you guys are ready since you're here. Yep. Oh, yeah. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Episode 7, Good Night, Moon Girl, premiered on Disney Plus March 11th, 2023. And Episode 8, Teacher's Pet, premiered on Disney Plus March 18th, 2023. Michelle. 
You want to run down the IMDB descriptions for these? Good night, Moon Girl. Lunella tries to overcome her awkwardness about fitting in at a slumber party by creating a mind-reading device, but accidentally switches brains with Devil Dinosaur. Teacher's Pet. When Devil gets jealous of sharing Lunella with her class hamster and accidentally sets the animal free, he must search New York City to bring the furry friend home. Chris, first thoughts. I can't figure out where this idea of having a class pet came from because I don't know anybody who ever had one. But other than that, I thought all these episodes were really cute. And I really loved the almost silent comic aspect of most of Teacher's Pet. I thought it was fun to get a body swapping episode. And I must confess, my class had a fish, goldfish as a teacher's pet. And the teacher, that would be me, killed it. I didn't know how to properly take care of the fish. And I looked it up on the internet, but I just didn't do. And it died. You know, the whole acidity thing in a fish tank is very hard to master. So I'm not going to fault anybody for their first shot not keeping a fish alive. I've never had a fish tank, but I've seen a lot of people that do. It's very intense. Yeah. You think it's just a fish. You just, you know, put some water in, throw some food in, and it's fine. No, no, not the case. And you can't mix certain fish together because they eat each other. Anyway, I never had a class pet at school, but. At work, a few years ago, somebody had a pet snake, and they would feed the snake a mouse that's meant a feeding mouse every other Friday or every Friday or something like that. Well, once either they forgot to feed it or it was a long weekend or something, and we came back on the next day, which was either a Monday or a Tuesday, and the snake was gone. The snake had gotten out, and it was an all hands on deck experience trying to find the snake. They did eventually locate the snake and uh, the snake was requested to be removed from the facility. We had a pet praying mantis at work for a few weeks and then we decided it probably would do better living outside. Probably. Anyway, my first thoughts of this whole thing is I continue to say this is just not for me. I'm too old. I'm just too old and I'm not really connecting with the source material. But that said, I'm glad you guys are. We're going to start talking about awkwardness, right, Michelle? Oh, my goodness. That slumber party. That was so me. I've been socially awkward basically my entire life. I have no idea how to make friends, even as an adult. I don't know when somebody is my friend, even as an adult. Trying to fit in while being yourself. That's difficult. Trying to figure out why people want to be with you. Because sometimes it's like, hey, Michelle, let's do something. And it's like, you want to hang out with me? You want to do something with me? What? How come? Why? Maybe I should act a certain way. So Lunella creating a device in order to help her fit in. I can relate to that. I don't remember if I've said it on this show before, but military kid growing up like every three or four years we're moving so that's basically a continual cycle of a year to figure out what's going on at school a year to be somewhat normal because you're not the new kid anymore and then a year of yeah we can do things but you're going to be leaving in a year so if we forget about you then it doesn't really matter 
and not being able to make long-term plans for things because you're not going to be here for it anyway. So having to continually try to refigure out where you are in the social structure of the school growing up in very, very different areas is not fun. And I don't wish it on most people, maybe some of my worst enemies, but not on most people. Yunella decides in order to try to fit in and be less awkward to create a mind reader device out of the TV remote control. Now, as far-fetched as this may be, she actually gets it working, but it doesn't just read minds, does it, Michelle? No, it switches her mind with Devil Dinosaur, which is amazing. And having them going back and forth when the family finds the remote and they think it's the remote to the television... And they're like, no, you're not pressing the buttons right. This is how you press the buttons on the remote to make the TV do what it's supposed to do. And meaning Ilonella and Devil Dinosaur just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth was amazing comedy, like eating the pizza and destroying the town, but then being sorry about it, not realizing what you've done. I laughed a lot during that one. I haven't seen people fight over the remote like that since uh, my little brother and sister and I would do it growing up. And that was more about, I want to control what we're watching rather than I want to show you how to use the remote. And it kind of reminds me of being at my grandparents' house too, because when we got them a new TV at one point when their old console one finally died. And we legitimately had to show them how to press the buttons. But also, we didn't have to pass it around to every single person in the room. You know, they, they kind of figured it out. Kind of wondering why Lunella used the TV remote when she knew that her grandpa was going to be watching the dog show later. But what I really wonder is who was watching what that made Lunella have to turn the parental controls on the TV? I think she just did that to frustrate everybody. Well, sometimes when you turn something on and it's a particular thing and it's just like, no, no, I never wanted to see that. Now I cannot unsee this awkward adult thing. I never want to see this again. I'm putting on the parental controls. Just for the record, I never have that problem here of like finding the remote or the remote not working because I have a Harmony device. And yes, I I know they're discontinued. but. I have the app on my phone and I can control the TV that way. So there's multiple ways I could control the TV. It's linked to my Amazon home assistant so that I can control it verbally that way and everything. So I have backups to my TV remote, just like I have backups to my podcasting recording. Well, flex that technology, SP. Flex it. Science. New podcast idea. Find something SP does not have a backup for. <laughs> There's probably a lot of stuff. Although I have backup mower. Uh, we won't get into it now. Anyway, so there's the body swap thing going on, which is pretty typical in most science fiction and superhero stuff. We get body swaps going back and forth. Poor Lunella. She is just trying to fit in, and it is going horribly wrong. But it's sometimes horribly right. Because she had the right thing for charades. They had fun watching her dance and everything. 
So, I mean, it, it wasn't entirely bad. She just suddenly had arms that were three times as long as she was used to because she was using devil's brain. Where is this little brother's code codified? I want to see this little brother's code. I am not a little brother, so I have never seen it. I have a little brother, and he has not shared it with me. Shocking. I'm the oldest. And Michelle, I think you're... uh, I'm an only only child. child. Yeah, so none of us have had to deal with a younger brother. I just want to see this code. If it's codified somewhere, I want to see it so that when I have grandkids, that I can push the buttons of the little kid. Of course you would do that. Of course I would, yes. But the little brother steals the remote, and then, of course, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur have to swap and get the remote back, and then, in true fashion, everybody's like, yeah, he deserved it. Even the mama. I thought that was the best part. Like, you just suddenly see the mom. Well, if you're doing all that, you must have been bad. So, oh well. I like how at the end she confesses to feeling awkward and everyone else is like, I feel awkward too. And no, we thought you were cool and your science brain is awesome. And we like you for you and being able to talk it out because using your words is a good thing. Unless you're a dinosaur. Well, even devil is like, so he's trying to use his words. I'm glad I got that recorded. Chris, you had a question about the dinosaur. What would you do if you suddenly realized that you were a dinosaur? What type of dinosaur? I'm leaving it open on purpose so you can be your favorite or your least favorite. Well, there were very few that was a carnivore, so I'd probably start by eating leaves. I like bronchiosaurus because those are the ones with the really long neck, right? Yeah, that that was the one in the cartoon. What was it called? Land Before Time. Land Before Time. Yeah, certain generation. It seems like every generation has its Bambi. Land Before Time seems to be that particular generation's Bambi. Anyway, I don't want to spoil it. Maybe if you've seen it, maybe if you haven't. I don't know. But yeah, I just thought it's interesting because they're, because yeah, giraffes are really interesting in that way. And so here you have it in a bigger dinosaur form. Do you think they fight the same way as giraffes, though? I've never seen, yeah, yes, I have. I was going to say, I've never seen giraffes fight, but what was that show that Leonard Nimoy was like the mutual, he was narrating Mutual of Omaha or whatever it was. Maybe I'm telling how old I am. It was on in the 70s, I think. And it was the wildlife show. I think I saw giraffes fight there. Is he the one with, the uniforms in space and they go on a trek through the stars. Is that his show? Yeah, but he did a lot of voiceover for science, like in search of, and then whatever the wildlife thing was, he was doing a lot of voiceovers back then. Gotta make the buck. I mean, it was canceled after three seasons. Yeah. Anyway, the other thing that I would do is I would stay away from asteroids and anything to do with icebergs. Probably a good plan. Yeah. But with the little arms, it'd be kind of hard if you're a T-Rex to do anything. (laughs) 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 All right. We go from one sort of animal to another with teacher's pet. And 
I guess a hamster would be an okay teacher's pet. I don't know. You feed them stuff and they run around on a wheel. How well do they do over the weekend when you're not at school, though? So you make a water bottle that they kind of suck on over the couple of days. So you can leave them alone. And they are self-feeding, so you can give them a lot of food. They're not going to eat it all at once. Or if they do, I'm sure you can get a you know, some sort of a self-feeder that has auger in it to dole out food. So it's possible. But then you have to worry about somebody else bringing in a snake. Exactly. I understood devil's jealousy, though, because you have the new shiny and you're paying attention to the new shiny and you're not paying attention to your, you know, established friendship. But the friendship is new. I just thought it was, it was cute how devil was so sad. Chris, have you ever had a cat and then brought home a new cat and then he had the original cat get jealous of the new cat? Uh, Yes, Thor and Bodhi. And three-ish years in, we are still having Thor get jealous. So I used to raise puppies for an organization called Canine Companions for Independence. And I also had a full-time dog at the time, too. And these puppies would come in and they would be here for about a year and a half. But they would come in And every time they would come in, whatever dog that we have, one was a CCI puppy that we ended up keeping in the end. His name was Valor. The first one was a dog that I got from the pound long, long time ago, and her name was Clara. Both Clara and Valor, whenever these puppies came, for the first, it was like, oh, okay. And then the second or the third one would come and they'd be like, get this thing away from me. And this is my house. This is not their house. And of course, they're puppies and they want to play and everything. And The other dogs are older and they have a way of establishing what their boundaries are, which usually entails biting. So, yeah, it's uh, what usually happens. So I think Devil acted appropriately. What I have not seen from any of my pets is that if another pet gets lost, that they search the entire city, including talking to animals and trees, trying to find any sign of the one that had been lost. Have any of your pets been a dinosaur, though? Obviously not. I don't live in Jurassic Park. So this could be really realistic. We don't know. I like the moment where he thought about buying another hamster to replace, because sometimes that's what happens. Parents, you know, replace the goldfish with a new goldfish and don't tell the kid. And so the kid thinks that their one goldfish like lived for five years or something. Goldfish live so much longer than I thought. Is that what you did with your class? No, I let it die. <laughs> well, Devil came through and he saved everybody. So, and the hamster actually went to Devil to ask for help. So there was a bonding moment there. Because all the rat wanted was some pizza. Pizza rat, nothing like a meme. Being an inspiration for a villain in your animated show. Chris, you're the comic book expert on this show right now. Is there such a thing in the Marvel Cinematic or the Marvel Comic Universe as a Rat King? Not so that I am aware of. I would be really surprised if there's not, though. I really don't know. Yeah, just, but just let him have the pizza. Just be like, okay, you don't need to steal it. Here's a coupon. Yeah, how much pizza 
does devil eat free? A lot. Yeah, and hot dogs. Yeah, the rat just wants a pizza. And here devil is getting a hot dog every time he goes by the hot dog stand. Okay, so this is what I'm wondering, right? They stopped the pizza rat and the pizza rat army from stealing pizzas because that's bad to steal from the pizza place. Okay, I think that's a pretty well-established fact. So they get the pizzas back. The pizzas have already been handled by the rats. I don't care if they're in a box, whatever. FDA still won't let you serve them to humans at that point. You share them with everybody who's just out on the street. If you're going to give those people free pizzas, why can't you just let the rats have free pizza? Because of plot. I just feel for those rats. I'm actually on Team Rat. (laughs) Hashtag Team Rat. Uh, Well, Chris, you did have something to say about mistakes. One of the things that I have noticed a lot in my current role at work is that covering up for your mistakes seems to just be a very bad move. Like, maybe if it's not bad, it's just not the best move. You know, like, Devil did not mean to let Anhel go. He just, I mean, let's be real, Lunella, it's kind of her fault because before she put Anhel's cage. But Devil went out. He could have very easily, hey, found Lunella. And, hey, Lunella, I need help finding Anhel. That was a very bad translation of dinosaur. Could have just asked for help, but he didn't. He went and tried to find it all himself and make sure that Lunella didn't find out. And yes, I realize he doesn't want to get in trouble, but it's not his fault. And Lunella's even says, like, she's not really that mad at him. She's more mad that. He didn't try to tell her or find anything and just cover it up. I agree. I've made mistakes and tried to cover it up sometimes by telling a lie, which is not good. Don't do that. Learn from me. Don't do that. But yes, again, like I said before, use your words, even if it's especially when somehow dinosaurs and hamsters can understand each other because he could have just been going through the city Anhel, where are you i'm right over here come get me devil <laughs> and the squirrels is just like you know devil's like have you seen acorn 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 <laughs> french fry french fry the French fries look suspiciously like McDonald's French fries. I think there was some product placement going on there. What other fries would you try to steal? Wendy's. Ugh. They use sea salt. Even birds have tests. We do get a glimpse into Devil's morning routine until it was interrupted, but I think it was pretty elaborate for a dinosaur. It's pretty elaborate for me. If I tried to do all that, I'd fall back asleep. Go through all that meditation. And then it would be. Yeah, that would be the point for me. Michelle Lunella crafts a new tech device in this episode as well. She has this tricorder. I'm sorry. I'm sure there's a better name for it. But every time I see it, 
it looks like a tricorder from the original Star Trek series. And she just keeps adding things to it. And it's just whatever she needs it to do. And it's like, I see it more as like a magic tricorder instead of a scientific one because it's like, okay, the plot needs me to do this. So now my tricorder can do this function. Oh, this is what the plot needs. So now my tricorder can magically do that as well. Do you think she changes the cassette to change the function? Maybe. I'm convinced that before this series is over, she is going to create Doctor Who's first sonic screwdriver. I should watch that. I can see it. Basically becomes a magic tricorder in the end, too. All right, you guys still liking this series after eight episodes? I think it's fun. It's fresh. Not everything needs to be geared toward all age demographics, even kids who are, you know, five to 15 or whatever, deserve their own, something they can relate to that's of good quality. And even if you're not really connecting with like the content, we cannot deny that the music is super fly and it is on Spotify. I put a link to it in the show notes. But if you're on Spotify, you can actually just look up Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur and you will find uh, you will find it. And on top of everything else, sometimes it's just fun to go home and watch cartoons while you eat dinner because you're an adult and nobody can tell you that you're not allowed to do that. And you just have something nice, dumb, fun where you don't need to remember what happened last week. Just watch it and enjoy it for what it is. We didn't really get a human form villain this episode, either of these two episodes. So it's kind of hard to continue the trope of the pointed glasses being a villain, but I will continue my look for that. All right, next time we're going to be looking out for the next two episodes of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaurs 9 and 10 as shown on Disney+. Plus. Now we have two weeks of Marvel Studio news to cover. As we ramp up for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 at the beginning of May in just a couple of weeks, we got dropped a couple of new trailers in the past two weeks. I'm going to talk about the first one right now. It's a Secret Invasion trailer. The premiere date is June 21st, and we are talking a lot about Fury, and it sounds like this might be Fury's last ride, which is kind of confusing given the other movie that we'll be talking about later, but... That's what they're billing it as. Did you guys see the trailer for Secret Invasion, Michelle? I did. And it seems like you said, Nick Ferry is all like, I got to do this on my own. It's like, really, we're going to do the lone wolf trope deal when you're going to ask for somebody's help anyway, or they're going to have to come in. But I get it. It's Nick Fury. That is a trait of Nick Fury. I got to do it on my own because I'm a big old shield soldier that knows all this stuff. But it's interesting. It's going to, a lot of people are going to try to figure out how they're going to use this to maybe retcon some stuff. Like, oh, this character really didn't do that because they were actually shape-shifted 
skull or something like that. It's going to be interesting to see all that. Yeah, we'll see if we get Sharon Carter in this or not. I haven't seen her in any of the trailers, but who knows at this point? I don't know. I anymore Marvel can write somebody out or put somebody in, and I just have stopped trying to track the news for everybody that's going to be on any one of these things. But Michelle talking about the pace of series and movies, Marvel's made somewhat of an announcement. Yeah, according to Above the Lines, Jeff Snyder, as reported by the Direct, Marvel's target output has been reduced. I'm told that the target output has been reduced from four shows and four movies a year. So that's eight pieces of content and two shows and three movies a year. So that's now down to five pieces of content. And of course, that's malleable. You could get one on either side of that or whatever. This is a good move. We've talked about fatigue before. We've also talked about how when you rush a whole bunch of stuff, quality falls. And also you don't get the time to promote things that they, you need promotion. Sometimes I think Disney and Disney Plus are just relying on, we put something Marvel on there and people are going to find it. When Disney Plus, I don't know what you use to watch Disney Plus. I watch it on the web. I use the web site. And I'm just going to take a moment here because we're talking about, they're talking about TV shows and trying to find TV shows. I, one of my favorite shows is Owl House. And I did not know that their last season had come on until I saw internet comments and people talking about the end of Owl House. And here's the thing, Owl House is on my watch list. And you know how, okay, I'm going to compare it to Hulu. Let's keep the comparison in-house. Even Hulu will be like, hey, there's new episodes of this thing that's on your watch list. And that wasn't the case for Disney+. And now they're like, okay, we're going to reduce our TV output, which is nice because then people can hunt for it and find it and then watch it because that's how the Disney plus website is working right now. Rant over. That's something that I've had an issue with is that unless it's being talked about by the group of people that I follow either on a discord server or on social media or whatever, I really don't know when something new is coming out and, or something that's existing like a new season or even a movie that, that's coming out. And I'm not going to take the time to scroll through all of the streaming services that I have to find all that out. And stuff is just going to get lost in the shuffle for me, at least. And there's got to be a better way to track all this stuff. There's got to be like a online TV guide or something like that, which tracks releases of things that you're interested in, like a digital content RSS reader or something like that. I agree. That's a little frustrating when it comes to stuff like that. As far as the Marvel Studios reducing its output from eight things a year, and I'll just lump the series in as a movie because that's pretty much what they've been. It's just extended movie content from eight things a year to five things a year. That's probably still too much, but I at least can understand the drive to lower that output and there's so many stories to tell now that i even get the fact of wanting to do eight things a year 
but it's just too much for me as a fan to be able to keep track of everything. Back in the day when we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on TV and then Agent Carter on TV, there was that one series and then there was a movie shuffled in every now and then. Now, so, you know, maybe four things a year between the three movies and, and the thing. Now we have eight. That's too much. Getting back down to five is closer to it. I hope in addition to me caring more because I've had a chance to rest between things, I hope that it also increases the studio's oversight to be able to produce quality content as opposed to Warner Brothers, which studio interference is bad. I think Marvel Studio interference has wholly been decent. You guys can argue with me on that. So I'm okay with this reduction as long as it provides better content. Uh, Jumping back a little bit, I would like to say that Just Watch does have some limited, you know, this is something you've been looking for capabilities. Uh, Certainly not perfect, but it's better than throwing your hands in the air and hoping an answer comes to you magically. I mean, the number of TV shows they put out doesn't really, I don't care about that at all. You know, it's the number of episodes. Does Just Watch have the ability to notify you that a new series is out or a new season is out? I haven't tested it out yet. I know that there is a way for it to say, hey, this is on a, a new streaming thing. But I don't know how good of a notification it actually is. It's not perfect. Just Watch is not perfect to begin with because it doesn't always show where everything is or isn't. Like It might show it's on this streaming service where it's been pulled sort of thing. I've experienced that. I use Just Watch to try to find stuff that I want to watch that I just don't know where it is. And of course, since I have multiple streaming services, I want to know which one to go to sort of thing. But I think in the future, I'm going to be reducing even the streaming services that I have. And we might be talking about that a little bit later, but that aside of things, one of the things that we're going to be talking about right now is Marvel's Studios trailer that came out about the Marvels. Now, this is something that's coming out November 10th. It does have Fury involved in it, which if Fury is going to die as part of Secret Invasion, then when does the Marvels take place? Now, The Marvels has been pushed back several times, as we know, for production completion purposes. At least that's been the public announcement of it. I think, in my opinion, that might be part of it, but I think, in my opinion, it's part of the slowdown that's been talked about. Anyway, the Marvel Studios trailer came out, and I watched it. I don't know if either of you two watched it, but I'm really digging this trio. I'm more Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel out of the trio but i mean whatever they say we're not a team well they're totally a team they're acting like a team there's three superheroes that are going off trying to do stuff and it looks like it's going to be funny so i'm looking forward to seeing this in november did either of you two see this trailer yes michelle what did you think i enjoyed it my only thing is are they going to change how photon or well Monica gets her powers, or are they going to just have a line or two about what happened in WandaVision? It's supposed to be connected, right? So I would think they would reference WandaVision. Okay, I hope so. 
because yeah. if they retcon it, then that would be disappointing. It would indeed. So that's coming out in November, and we got Guardians of the Galaxy. We got Secret Invasion this summer. So there's stuff coming out. But Chris, if you set the Wayback Machine to, I don't know, 10 years ago, what did Marvel Studios have on tap back then? Oh, God, has it been that long already? All right, let's let that one sink in for a minute. What Marvel did have on tap 10 years ago, if you want to believe it, is a little show called Agent Carter. And now former president of ABC, Paul Lee, has recently stated, as reported by therap.com, that he believes Agent Carter would have been far more successful if it had been developed now under Marvel Studios instead of Marvel Television. What a way to throw other people in your organization under the bus. That is my opinion there. Nobody else's. Or at least nobody else's that has been stated. Paul goes on to say, Look, structurally, don't forget, it was a time when Marvel movies and Marvel TV were separated. So I think one of the reasons it would be better today is the platform used to do it, Lee told The Wrap, believing that Agent Carter would have sat brilliantly amongst other Marvel cinematic original series like WandaVision and Loki. Continued on to say, but it was a great early suggestion of where the Marvel brand could go and very useful to everybody. All of Marvel series were overseen by Marvel Television at the time, Jeff Loeb, until December 2019. When the division was folded into Marvel Studios, placing President Kevin Feige in charge of all MCU content, and it has been brought to my attention from wonderful producer SP that Agent Carter's first episode was January 6th, 2015. So, different math. Still too long. Yeah, it's being pre-production about this time, 10 years ago. We covered Agent Carter. Michelle, it was lovely at the ending, wasn't it? Oh, yes. It really stuck the ending so well. No, no, it didn't. It didn't. There was a cliffhanger. I think they wanted to go into another season that was canceled. This was done by ABC, pretty much. And there were a lot of studio heads at ABC, which were controlling this and Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., which... There's talk, I didn't put a story in there, but there's been a lot of talk that Quake is going to be or is not going to be in Secret Invasion, and it's frustrating a lot of people, especially a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans. I think Kevin Feige wants to put more and more distance between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and current stuff so that he can forget about the series ever happening and that fans will start to forget about it ever happening, but... I don't know. Chloe Bennett's out there. She is on the FX series Dave, I think it's called. And I don't know if she could break from that to do this. And she was going to be in that Power Girls, I think it's called series. She was going to Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Yeah. She was going to lead that uh, live action, not just a voice, but she let go of that too. And I would have too. It was the CW series. CW was a mess at the time. I wouldn't have touched anything over there. So I don't blame her for that. But she's been busy outside of Marvel Studios. And from her comments, Marvel Studios has not been welcoming of her back ever. Which is a shame, because I think she did a wonderful job in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which gets back to this new story of Agent Carter. Yeah, it would be better if it came out today, because it would have been sanctioned. It would have been all connected. And you wouldn't have to worry about, well, is this canon or is this not canon? 
yeah, of course it would have been. And it would have got garnered a lot more support from everybody in the process. So I think you had some personalities that didn't get along either within Marvel Studios, Marvel Entertainment, Marvel Television. They were all separate entities back then. Yeah, of course it would be better now. Of course it would. And we had our talks back in the day when we were covering it about ABC as well, where ABC was just not the place for this sort of stuff. It, it really wasn't. It did not have the support over there. All right, Michelle, we're going to, since we already broached the subject, let's talk a little bit about another streaming service. So in full disclaimer, this is going off the board and we're not talking about Marvel here, but we're talking about streaming services in general. So Michelle, floor is yours. I know HBO Max doesn't have a direct tie with Marvel, but James Gunn is now involved in DC Universe. And what's interesting is that HBO Max is going to just become Max, which poses a whole bunch of things. And here's what's going to happen. So HBO Max is going to be rebranded on May 23rd. Max will be the streaming destination for Max and HBO Originals, Warner Brothers Films, the DC Universe, the wizarding hair world of Harry Potter and kids content, along with programming cause food, home, reality, lifestyle, and documentaries from leading brands include HGTV, Food Network, Discovery Channel, TLC, ID, and more. Billing Max as the one to watch for every mood and every moment, the service's three-tiered pricing was also announced. $9.99 a month or $99 a year for ad-supported tier Max Ad Lite. $15.99 or $149.99 a year for Max Ad Free, which offers two concurrent streams. And $19.99 or $199.99 for Max Ultimate Ad Free, up to four concurrent streams. You're sp- so they're basically like, if you want for people to watch at the same time, you got to pay $20 a month or $200 a year. What is this? And you're $10 a month with advertisement. This is, this is ridiculous. Netflix is also getting ridiculous, but Max does not have the content that Netflix does. And This is becoming too expensive. I don't watch a lot of it because I'll be watching Titans and Doom Patrol, which has been canceled. The Batgirl movie is not coming out. So it might be one of those things to where I cancel when my thing comes up. You can get HBO. Okay, you can get Max through Amazon Prime right now. And here's the thing with Amazon Prime. It's really easy to turn things on and off when you do it through prime then it is like going through their like actual website so sometimes like stars all the time i go through prime and just turn it on turn it off turn it on turn it off might be what i have to start doing my michelle's infamous ten dollar a month thing for one service one of the things i will say is looking at this list of food network discovery channel tlc hdtv and stuff like that it looks surprisingly very similar to me of the friendly TV, which is based around the Hallmark channels. And it is a streaming service on its own right now. So you're not just getting like the HBO 
premier exclusive content, you're getting a streaming service. So for $15.99 a month or $19.99 a month, that is commensurate with even a small streaming service these days. So I get the billing. I don't want the Food Network. I don't want Discovery Channel. At one point in time, I did watch Deadliest Catch. I am done with Deadliest Catch. I do not want to see that anymore. HDTV, at one point in time, I, I enjoyed that. I do not enjoy their content anymore. After all the hospital visits that I've had to do over the last couple of months, and HDTV is on there, I do not want to watch HDTV anymore. It's just grating to me. So the only thing that I'd really want to watch would be the HBO originals, the films, and I would like a lower tier for that. That's obviously not where they're going to go because Discovery bought out Warner Brothers, and Discovery is what they want to do here. It's starting to look a lot like cable, and that's really why everything was breaking out on its own anyway. I have no issue with a cheaper plan that has ads. Like, that's fine. I don't like that a lot of places are saying, now, if you want to keep paying what you've been paying, then you're going to have ads, and you're going to have to pay more to not have ads still. But that's kind of its own little side discussion. But going in and having to get all these channels you don't want. It, it's an interesting thing because if you're paying for Netflix, you're also paying for all the shows and movies you don't want. You know, I certainly don't want to watch everything on Disney. You know, where that line is of why am I paying for things I don't want? That's an interesting discussion that I think is going to really come to a head in the next few years. Instead of paying for this streaming fee, I might just wait for the stuff to be digitally purchased off of another service. Like movies. I'll wait a few extra months to watch the movies wherever. That's kind of unfortunate because Dune's coming out again. But everything else, I could care less on HBO or Max or whatever you want to call it. As far as the free ads, I got suckered in on CBS All Access. I did their free month plan. I was like, okay, well, there's enough Star Trek content on here to continue it. And then the family, the girls were like, oh, we want to watch Survivor, you know, whatever on it. So like, okay, I got suckered into that. But because I'm paid for it, I don't want to watch ads. I'll pay for ad free. My time is more valuable to me than watching the ads. And I realize not everybody has that decision that they can make, but it would be if I had ads in there just to save a few bucks every month, that would be very frustrating to me to watch these programs with ads, especially when I've now watched them without ads. And it's kind of hypocritical for me to say because I don't pay for YouTube premium, which takes the ads out. But I don't know. I, I feel like a show that's on TV is a little bit different than a YouTube channel that somebody's creating content for me and I'll watch ads over there or try to skim through it or whatever. Anyway, that's my thoughts on the side discussion of ads. Well, we are very interested in hearing what you guys think about this max and then how it might relate to Marvel, which by the way, we've mentioned James Gunn. There was this news story saying that he would be open to a DC Marvel crossover. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but he is leaving that open. 
That reminds me of that meme when Sony decided to work with Marvel and there's that like they're hugging and I don't know, Chris, probably I can't remember. It's like Spider-Man or something. It's like, you know, we need money. We have money. It's like, okay, come here. We have the money. And that's just what this reminds me of. It's like, we need money and relevance. And Marvel's just like, come here. We'll, I'll give you a hug. I'll give you some relevance and money. I'll send it to SP so we could have it in the show notes because uh, I definitely have it saved. All right. Anyway, we're interested in what you, viewer or listener, have to say about all this. And we're interested in what you are thinking of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Or if you're like me and you're, like, you're just aged out from it. But understand that it is important to the people around you. So, Michelle, what are we up to now? I think we should switch bodies with a dino and stomp our way out. Thank you, everybody, for continuing to download this show and to watch us on YouTube. We're really appreciative of all that. I am ending my tenure, my short tenure on this Strange New Worlds fan cast. We are coming up to the end of Picard Season 3. Whether you love it or hate it, we'll be covering it over there. And also, Better Podcasting Season 3 is out. So if you're a podcaster and want to hear all about hobby podcasting, how to make your podcast better, you can check us out at betterpodcasting.com. I'd like to thank everyone for listening, for interacting with us on Discord. Twitter, I know for however long it will last, we appreciate you, you know, tweeting at us, interacting with us that way. So thank you very much. Everybody who decides to spend their time with us is choosing to spend their time with us instead of other people. And that's cool that you like us enough to do that. And if you'd like to hear more from me after a couple weeks of the Brain Weasels just doing their thing, the next episode is actually going to come out on Sunday. And we're going to be talking about giant robots. And then after that, I know we're talking about something that I think I can safely say is going to be a shell of a good time. Over on the Guinea Geek Network, we had Smoking and Drinking in Capes drop their latest episode on Wonder Woman 84. Spoiler, just a warning. They didn't like it very much, but they did talk about it for an hour and it was a fun chat to listen to. And then, of course, we have our pals over on Capes on the Couch and they are going strong over there. Chris, you've been catching up with them. I am on a giant catch up spree with them. I was cherry picking episodes and I said that is really annoying. And so I just started at the beginning and I am right around episode 67 right now but that means basically nothing because i cherry picked episodes after that well their latest episode is on jonah hex which we've covered before michelle legends of tomorrow yeah bar fight yep they're covering the comic book character so you can get that issue number 174 over on capes on the couch.com well i think that's it for the week until next time i'm sb i'm agent michelle and i'm agent chris see everybody next time maybe catch you over on a discord server at gunnageek.com slash discord bye bye make your avatar a dinosaur thank you for listening if you want to leave us feedback, go to gunageek.com and you will find all our contact information and other shows.
You can also visit legendsofshield.com where you'll find our complete archive of podcasts. The music heard on this podcast is by Kevin McLeod, found at incompetech.com and also artists on pond5.com and audiojungle.net. The opinions heard on this podcast are those of the individual hosts and do not represent Stargate Pioneer Productions, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Gunna Geek. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the property of the Disney Corporation, Marvel Studios, and ABC. No infringement is intended. Starship is set to launch on Monday. I don't know if it will or won't. It's a good chance it will. And they all knew that I was going to drive down and see it. And honestly, I would be in the car on my way down to Texas this morning. But two months ago, we decided to send half of our office down to Florida for the Falcon Heavy launch, which is going to be next week. So they're all gone. So I have to stay back. And not go to Texas. So I'm not Aww. happy about that. But we made the decision two months ago. So got to abide by it. They already had yeah. the tickets and everything. So they're like, yeah, we're still going to go. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Which is actually incredible. SpaceX, in the span of two days, if they pull it off. And like I said, I don't know if they're going to pull it off or not. But if they pull it off, they will have launched the number currently number one and number four four biggest rocket on earth in the span of two days hey yep they're gonna have a big couple of days and not relevant at all but happy stories i had a nickel that i stood up on its side on my desk sometime wednesday afternoon and it was still standing up friday afternoon and then i was helping somebody and absentmindedly pushed my chair back to my desk and knocked it over. At work or at home? At work. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty impressive. It's the longest that thing has stood up so far. Is it a special nickel or just an average nickel? No, I just found a nickel. Okay. Decided I wanted to see how long it would stand up and I'd had it going for a few hours before. Is everybody recording? I am now. Buttons. Buttons, 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 buttons. P4, don't fail me, because you're all I've got going with my scraggly recording. Are things moving on the other end? Yes. Somebody at our podcasting is, like, crying, like, legitimately crying. They're just starting their podcast, and they're they're like, I am so frustrated. I There's nothing on this thing. It's just not working. I said, okay, well, tell me what's going on. So they said, I think it's two guys in Scotland. He said that I had my P4 and I could hear myself, but I couldn't hear him. And I could only hear him if I took one cup off my earphones. Like, okay. And then nothing was recorded on the P4 track. I was like, okay. Uh, You realize that his sound was coming through the speakers and not through the P4 where it was supposed to be coming from. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, okay. Well, that sort of stuff happens. But, you know, as you get going, you learn how to work your equipment. And you might want to do a backup, too, like through StreamYard or whatever. But those all cost money. 
like, okay, if you want to go free, it's a little bit more uh, complex, but you could do, you could connect over video.ninja and then record on OBS. And he said, yeah, I think I'll stick to the P4. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But just make sure whatever you're hearing, that's actually what's being recorded. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll get that from now on. So anyway, P4 story for you. Wow. Hi. Woo. Legends of Shield is copyright 2013 through 2023.